Hello from Tri-County Farms. Yes, two of the best of the best right here. Uh, Rick Robbins from Colorado Mills. You're my co-host on this one. I am. I love it. And then one of the best, when you look up farmer in the dictionary, man, Doug Eulin comes up. And it's good to see you, Doug. Good seeing you, Greg. It's been a little bit. Um, I don't know. Let's catch up. The state of the state. Here we are in a sunflower field. How are things going this year? Way better than last. Way better than last. <laughs> Probably setting on... Oh, six, seven inches of rain since the beginning, m middle of May. Mm -hmm. uh, last year we were setting on about a inch in September. Yeah, <laughs> yeah things change for the summer quickly. And uh, I, yeah. earlier on, I was talking to you about it. enough for farming because farming you got to do a lot of planting, but a lot of it is reactive farming as well, right? Very much so. Mother Nature. Tells you what to do. Yep. She throws some curveballs at us once in a while. And yeah. We try to hit them. What is today? June 30th, last day of June, right? Right. And you look around. I don't know. I'm looking at my watch here. It's uh, 72 degrees out. Cloud cover. That's not normal. No. Here. Not normal. We have spells like this periodically, but this year went from weather like this to a week and a half of 105 scorching mm -hmm. and then turn back into this again yeah we're we're highlighting and focusing on sunflowers right now but tri-county farms that's not all you do go ahead and give us a little bit of what tri-county farms does oh well we raise sunflowers corn millet milo uh we even have some barley this year uh wheat we're fixing to start harvest here shortly. I have the light bulb moment, Tri-County Farms, for a reason, three counties. Which three counties are we in? Uh, we're in Lincoln County. Right now. Right across the road is Kiowa County. Right across the road, a mile north of here, is Cheyenne County. Yeah. So where where's the, the closest town to us? Closest to us right now is Haswell, which Haswell. is 20 miles west of Eads on Highway 96. You betcha it is. All right, so Rick, as we're out here right now, and again, we want to do the educational piece of this as well, but um, people want to know, you know, how is it going? How's the crop going? Are we going to have enough? And then what's it used for, Rick? Well, this crop here is in is excellent condition for Kiowa County. We usually don't uh, project yields of probably <laughs> what this this field's going to see this year. Uh, we're, gonna, we're going to... Uh, we have over right now over 20,000 acres contracted for uh, this fall crop and we'll be gathering some more as we go along. But um, you know what we do is when we take that acreage through all of our, our area then we have to average that out as saying how many pounds are we going to see? Because when we do a contract with Tri-County Farms uh, we're contracting acres. So that crop might bring in 2,000 pounds to the acre or something may happen and it may not, it may be destroyed by mother nature and, and they don't bring anything in. So we have to kind of balance that to decide, you know, how many, how many pounds of oil are we gonna sell or should we sell right now to cover those acres? And, and we're constantly doing that uh, weekly. We're making updates as to what that could be. You know, this is a perfect example out here as you go across these sunflowers, uh, you'll see some sticks that are sticking up through here. This was planted in where they, where they harvested millet last year. And you can actually virtually still see the rows standing. There's 
minimum or no-till happened to this to come in and plant these sunflowers. And that's not only, it's, it's a necessity in, in this part of the world because you may not see seven inches of rain. You may see the one. Right. Last year we saw a sunflower crop. I came out and watched the, the, we were, the, the Ulins were cutting and virtually didn't have a crust on the ground, which meant that there was hardly any rain on that ground since they'd planted those sunflowers. And that sunflower had to live off of everybody moisture was in that soil for the entire year. And sunflowers are very resilient. They will keep putting that root, tap root down, mm -hmm. and which helps them do that. But what it also does, it also opens that soil up so when that next crop they plant, it makes it easier for those other roots of the crop the next year to go down. Mm. So what's, uh, what's interesting here is they've saved every bit of moisture that has fallen here mm -hmm. and uh, you know they're coming in and, and uh, now taking with some of the grass herbicides they can use to get rid of the grass because sunflowers are not a grass mm. and that helps them clean up their fields a little bit. Why is this region so conducive to sunflowers? Why do they grow well here? I don't know. I mean, would, they're a hardy crop. They they can handle heat. Mm -hmm. They can. They're pretty drought tolerant. And Kiowa County, Lincoln County, is pretty <laughs> it's droughty county most of the time. <laughs> it will yeah, challenge you. Well, you know, Rick, you were telling me earlier, and I agree with you totally, is that a lot of times people think, and the educational aspect of this is that farming is just planting the seeds and waiting. Yeah. It's not. It's it's constantly looking at conditions, whether it's raining, whether it's not, what they can do to this field as far as their weed control or getting this crop up. Doug was just pointing out, if you look across this field, you'll see some flowers right now that are just pretty much knee high. And then right beside it is a sunflower that's just gone past ankle high. Mm -hmm. And so they come up a little odd at times. And so they've got some variation that happens. But farmers are constantly... You know, if it's wet, they can't do much. If they're, we just helped uh, one, one of his sons uh, fill up for fertilizers on a, mm -hmm. on a field. And uh, so he was able to do that. But there's some other things that they want to get done that mm -hmm. right now with the moisture, you know, if it starts raining, they, they can't do it. So they're, they're on hold and sometimes it's everybody, all hands on deck and everybody's rolling, especially when he, wheat harvest is going to start here pretty soon. And, you know, we talked about some of the issues with wheat, and Doug can kind of tell them what you've seen with your wheat crop so far. Oh, I think, you know, here last week or week and a half ago, and we had that 105 degree windy days, that wheat was just in a soft dough stage, and it just shriveled it up. It's pretty disappointing. I hope it's not all there, but mm -hmm. what we looked at yesterday certainly is. Man, it's just no way to tell. It's worse than gambling, you know. This is a really, it's a tricky industry. Well, the gambling's sometimes a lot more fun. <laughs> you can have a beard, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but show us the anatomy of a sunflower here, if you would. Get down on one of these things, and, and what are we looking at, and how's it going to bloom? And you're talking about bringing some bees in here, and well, uh, yeah, I had a guy call me here. Oh, it's been several months ago that, but honeybees that. He wanted to get in some sunflowers, so he's going to bring some honeybees in here. These things will probably here, I'd say middle of July will probably be flowering. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's when he'll bring his bees in, but these are the buds. These leaves are pretty nice healthy looking leaves, but that's what the 
the chlorophyll produces mm-hmm. for the plant. Uh, now, over the months to come, there's going to be some changes in these. Kind of, what are the different stages? And I know that once they're fully erect and they're hanging over, there's a reasoning for that as well. So, to talk about that, and 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 then when you'll pluck these babies. Well, yeah, they'll. Like I said, in two weeks, um, probably they'll be flowering, and that's you know that's when you see the big yellow petals, and then it it'll take them. Oh probably three weeks to fill and mm-hmm. and after they get filled the petals drop and you're looking at oh probably another three weeks a dry down mm-hmm. kind of dependent on mother nature too mm-hmm. you know that can speed things up uh, one of the things when they're pollinating and Doug talks about that and it happens within a few days and anybody who has sunflowers at home or you planted them in your garden if you if you watch them when they first open up you'll notice that the center of that head from the outside in mm-hmm. starts to open up to where it can be pollinated the outer edge when it's ready to be pollinated the inside doesn't isn't accepting anything for pollination yet so it it moves across that line so that and and that's part of its natural way of protecting itself to get filled because there may be a certain time that maybe a bug isn't available and if that's the only time that that plant can accept the pollen then then it's missed it and it's an empty head the other thing that's going to happen here this these leaves as big as they are they're going to continue to get bigger and they're going to continue to shade this ground mm-hmm. and 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 help retain this moisture and so the cover on this and reflect and keep from any weeds from, from from coming up because it's going to shade the grass and and help keep this field clean and uh, so as it's doing all that it's also starting to put on on some pheromones it's attracting some some friendly uh, insects as well as some some others that uh, the hopefully the friendly ones will will come in and and take care of the ones that we that we don't want yeah yeah I'm kind of it's kind of neat to see all these ladybugs in here, you know. The I, I and nobody can really tell me when, but at some point, it, they call it a dectes weevil. Mm-hmm. That they'll lay eggs down on the bottom part of these stems somewhere, and but the larvae from them bore into the stock, and they'll just Not tunnels that. in the stock, and you need to be in here in a timely fashion with your combine or they go down pretty bad. Top of it. I'm hoping them ladybugs are maybe combating those deck teeth weevils. Yeah, get out of sentinels. A couple of those little babies right there. Um, so the folks that are watching, we're right now at Tri County Farms, and we're uh, you know I guess for reference, close to Lamar, Colorado, probably 20 miles out, right? Uh, about 30. Well, you're we're, about we're 40 miles. 45, 50 miles. Oh, down. really? Yeah. Okay, we're a little ways away from Lamar, <laughs> uh, but j- just. You know, a lot of people go, well, the only use for sunflowers, right, is uh, seeds. These aren't seed plants where you're going to go to market with seeds. What are the uses for the sunflowers? Well, oil and and feed. feed. They utilize every bit of it. Talk about that, Rick. Well, these seeds here, um, as they come in, for for every... um, let's say for every three pounds of sunflowers that you get you're going to get a one pound of oil out of them and you're going to get two pounds mm-hmm. of a sun meal product that we turn into livestock feeds of some type and 
and so the oil then is goes to a refinery and it can go into cooking oil it can go into cosmetics it can go into skincare products um, and so some of it go even goes back into the livestock industry mm -hmm. we have we even a lot of the feeds that we that we do we actually add sunflower oil back into some of those some of those feeds so it's utilized every bit of it everything that's delivered from tri-county farms is is turned into some type of feed product or food product mm, gotcha boy terribly interesting as we're out here today and this is we, we need to check back in october that's when we come and hang out with you yeah Sometimes ride a you, combine. You let me ride that combine. Oh man, I, I'll tell you what. What are uh, what's the worst year in record for you that you've ever had? Oh, last year. It was last year. I mean, we've had some rough years, but last year was probably the driest summer gotcha. I've ever had. But but I don't know. We we wound up harvesting a fair amount of bushels but that was basically off a year before his moisture what was the best year oh the 90s were awful good but I gotta say I don't know two years ago was awful good uh -huh. uh, hopefully the best years are here to come and one of the things that's kind of helping you is some of the new technologies that you're being able to see and, and you were show, showing a few of these things to us earlier but what are some of the technologies that are coming out right now that are useful to you oh one of the things that one of our most recent purchases is they call it a weed it it's a a sprayer that has eyes on it that literally seeks out green and just sprays a weed you know it and shuts off until it sees the next weed and you know we've recently sprayed oh the last half section he sprayed rather than spraying it solid used that weed it and used 32 or 34 gallon so it's conserving as well instead, right instead, instead of, of 3,000 gallon yeah. gotcha you know so instead of you know a, and it's really judicious on where it puts it as well right right if you don't need to cover everything then don't. right so you're safe you know you saved uh you used probably 98% less chemical weed killer using that weed it and I, yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a money saver for sure come and drive this land every year it's like wow, how do you even do this how, how many people <laughs> work with you Doug I mean I know you got your kids going and I've got my two boys Dustin and Hayden and two brothers Jeff and Stacy and then we got uh, Chad Fowler's full-time hired man. Truly a family business, right? And we were looking at multi-purpose farming and that kind of thing. But you, you've got many different things going. How many was it? Four? You had the Milo. You had the corn. You have the sunflowers. Um, wheat. Wheat. Right millet. There. Millet. You said some barley. A lot going on. So much to it in sciences. I mean, you're like a scientist, a farmer whole nine yards coming in here i i don't know i i'm pretty optimistic right now but what could go left hand turn on you to oh mother nature you know hailstorm you oh, know, don't even say that i thought we weren't supposed to say those words had White that. actually this field right across the road the last time it was in sunflowers it got the crap beat out of it <laughs> hail well the other thing you know we we 
we're thankful that we've had all this moisture, but it's somewhat of a two-inch sword because these sunflowers have not had to go after any moisture. It's all been there on top, and, and so we don't know that when it quits, which it will, and it warms back up, will these flowers be in a depth in their roots that they will continue to go down and mine that moisture because we don't want them to be, call it short-footed or short, shallow-rooted, that that moisture drops away and then they might miss filling as well. Yeah, I'd, you know, last year, as dry as it was, had we got a half inch or so of rain in June, we probably wouldn't have cut any flowers. I mean, because I think them roots would have stopped, but it was amazing how they just, they, they must have had roots six foot deep because uh, mm-hmm. they actually we averaged about 800 pounds to the acre last year which isn't a good yield but for no rain is pretty amazing amazing is there a method to rotating these crops what will be here next year in this we'll follow this next year and plant wheat on it next fall gotcha is, is that really the su- su- succession that goes um, along there? pretty much on this tighter ground you know the ground up there around my house, it's a lot sandier ground and will continue as crop. We were looking at that where he was fertilizing. This ground here is more of a silt loam. It's more of a topsoil. It's a heavier soil. And uh, where the sand up there is much lighter. Mm. That sand, you know, it it holds moisture so well. You know, you get down 12 to inches to two foot and it's got a clay down there that that moisture just sits there and that sand insulates it and you know it it doesn't take near the moisture in the sand to raise a crop let's give people an idea as we wrap this up how regions work together with whether it's crop or livestock or feed some of the things tonight that we'll see um regional people working together rick wow it's going to be a whole gamut of people i mean you're going to have you're going to have uh, livestock producers there talking about selling their own types of meats and how how they're trying to work into a, a either a branded beef or a specialty where they're, they're they want to get some value off the farm. And then you're going to have Doug here, some farmers there. They're going to be that supply those grains. As a matter of fact, one of the producers, livestock producers coming from Fowler and Walsenberg, is Doug supplies some of their corn to their feedlot in Nordway. Yeah. And so then we're going to have. Uh, Gary Melcher, who also has a backyard barbecue business, but he's a farmer over by Healy. Mm-hmm. He's in the middle of wheat harvest right now. And so we have all those aspects. We're going to have the Jagger family there that we just talked to this morning and the diversification of their their small farm, of how they get things done. And so we also are going to have um, some people there from the lending side of it, uh, you know, a banker understanding all of that, how all that happens. And, and uh you know, in the middle of that, some of our government officials, uh, hopefully we have a county commissioner there or two that, uh, you know, they they have a hard job at the same time. They're trying to keep, you know, roads maintained and that for their for their farmers. And at the same time, they've they've got to try to how do we get how do we get economic development yeah. into our counties? You know, and it's not just Prowers County, it's Kiowa County, yep. and it's, you know, Bennett and and Lincoln and all of those. So it's it's uh, the diversification that we're going to have there tonight's going to be it's going to be great. Going to be great. And just like Lance Jagger had to say with us earlier on today is that agriculture as you find your place and if you want to get into agriculture it's not just having your feet in the field here. There's so many aspects to agriculture that um, are absolutely needing to be filled and addressed. We're going to catch up with you in the fall 
Mr. Eulin. Right. See what's happening here. I hope we have flowers here to harvest. I think you <laughs> will. The best of the best. All right. Always love seeing you, Doug. Yep, you too. And Rick, yep. we're going to head on down the road. We got some dinner to eat today. All right. Let's do that. The Modern Eater Show will continue.